There are many blessings that flow through this lovely church for many, many years. And these blessings have uh, been among us. And one of the blessings that we've always had is the gift of music. Fantastic music at, the, at this church. I remember as a newly ordained priest when the choir used to sit over here and the organ was over here. And just the, the beauty of the music. Um, way back to the John Dvorak days, if you remember John. Uh, but... Um, Last night, we had uh, one of the Dugan girls uh, sang the piece from Mozart, and it was just so uplifting. It was just beautiful. This morning, our cantor, again, raising the voice. And today, we welcome, the, along with our choir, uh, friends of, of ours from St. Margaret Mary in Bel Air, Maryland, who are here this week. Our choir was with them a few weeks ago, or last week, and uh, they join us today and grace us with the presence of, of music as we continue to raise up our voice uh, in song to, to God. So welcome to our parish, and we're so happy that you could join us today. And, and I noticed you brought some friends along too, um, so thank you. Music seems to always bring us the best of us out. Um, even when we hear a dirge, we sometimes get excited. But, uh, you know, but, but doesn't music just lift us? It makes our hearts want to join in. We, we pick up the beat. Uh, we might know the words. Uh, we, we just want to, to express ourselves. We maybe feel like dancing when we hear it. And I like that idea of today. I'm glad we had such great music this weekend because my first thoughts today for this weekend were that we spend an awful lot of time on the downside of life, not looking for the good side. We've learned over the last couple of years that we should look for everything that's negative first. What's wrong with someone? What's wrong with something? Why shouldn't we do this? Why should we start that? Why can't we do this? Why could we, could we do that? We spend an awful lot of time um, looking, as some of you in this room will know, being Debbie Downers. We want people to be miserable. <laughs> we want people to be discouraged, confused, fearful. And that's not what Christ is asking us. It's not the music of Christ's words ask us. And we fall for it so quickly and too often. On Thursday at the Feast of the Ascension, I focused on one word, one phrase. And right at the very end of that ascension, Jesus is ascending to heaven. The angels come among the disciples and they say, why are you standing there looking up? You got work to do. He told you what to do. He said, I'm going to go ahead of you. I've got to return to the Father. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit upon you to give you the strength to do the things I've equipped you to do. You know, now, I have to say, in, in, as a human person, if one of you levitated today, we would all stand in awe and watch you go. I would stop preaching forever. <laughs> you know? But, you know, that's what, you know, and, and sometimes in our journey as Christian people, we just stop. We just stand around, stare, wondering what it is that we're supposed to do and when we're to do it. 
And by whose authority? We have that answer. That answer was given to us when Jesus was with his own disciples. We are the disciples. Jesus told us what to do. He told us to go out in Matthew 25, the entire world. He told us to go out and feed the hungry and give water to the thirsty. He told us to clothe the naked. He told us to visit the imprisoned and the sick. He told us to be kind to one another. He said, be compassionate to others. He said, use your hands for good things. Use your mouth to say nice things. Use your mind. Use your whole body to make things better. Lift people up. And we stand and say, well, what am I supposed to do? When am I supposed to do it? And I think that Jesus says that in his prayer today, he says, do it right now. I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give you the gifts you're already equipped. Take them. Use them. I was very curious about the word up in the Bible. And my Google search tells me that the word up is used 2,380 times in Scripture. It's a lot of times for one little word. But notice what's happening, and I, I did some looking, and we can do it off the top of our own heads. What, you know, what happens when people go up? Well, some of them will go up mountains. They love, the, you know, where do we get this idea that we should be in the mountains or at the beach? We get it from the disciples. We get it from Jesus himself. They, they love going up. The, 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 our Hebrew friends in the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, they love going up mountains. Because when they went up the mountain, they came down different. When they went up that mountain, things changed. Life was given. Direction was given. Guidance was given. Prayers were answered. Love was bestowed. Healing was, was abounding. And they lived a whole different life. Great things followed them. Moses went up that mountain, and Moses, we, 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 you know, we, we call envy not a, a great thing. It's not a, a positive uh, thing to have in our lives, but don't we envy Moses? Moses had what you and I want. Moses got to go up that mountain, and he got to see God face to face. You know when we get to see God? When we're dead. He lived. He got to have this personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with God who told him what he was to do, what he was to say, and when he was to do it. Don't you wish you had that tap on your shoulder? Don't you wish that God would tell us every day what we are to do? Probably what he say is, I already told you. Why aren't you listening? When David inherits the kingdom, he says, where am I going to get all this help? I know I'm going to look to the mountains. I'm going to look up. And God is going to give me the strength to be a good leader. Stephen, in his first reading today, our first Christian martyr, it says he looked up and saw what you and I are longing to see, God and Jesus standing together and inviting him to have faith. Jesus himself, often in the scriptures, you, we hear these words, with eyes raised to heaven, he prayed to the Father. He said to us, when I am lifted up, it'll all be different. In Mass, we say lift up your hearts, and we say we lift them up. We, we're giving it all. We're, we want God to lift us. Lift up your voice. There's a lot of energy behind that word. A lot of power. 
You know, those people, they go out looking. They're looking up, and what are they looking for? They're looking for an answer to their prayers. We all want an answer to our prayers. We want them now. We don't want to wait. When, they, when they're looking up, they're, they're finding the guidance they need. They're finding the deliverance they need. They're finding the answer to everything that they, that they fear. Jesus, even today in his, in his gospel, he's looking up to God and he says, look, I've got real concerns about these people. Not just these people here in 33 AD, but the people of 1958, and 1988, and 2022, and 2050. I've got concerns for these people. I want them to be with us. I don't want them to go. I want to, I want to create a bond so tight that they can never be far from us. I want to be with them always. I want to live with them, it be in them. I want them to, I want to serve through them. I went to Matthew 25, the world in them. He knows that each one of us are very unique. And his concern for us is that as a people of God, as his family, as his brothers, as his sisters, that we will never ever feel abandoned or forsaken by his church, by his followers, or by God himself. And we, we're also unique, and yet our diversity brings that oneness that we seek. We walk this journey together. We, we offer each other the gifts that strengthen each other so that the weak can come along with us, so that we can build a strong body, a strong witness to the presence of God in our midst. We do it so easily in life. We look up to people all the time. We, we look for them for guidance. We look for them for direction. I was teasing a couple of weeks ago at the, at the book sale. There was an entire rack, four or five shelves of do, um, self-help books. And all I said was put a sign on it that says they're sold. I want them all. I'm going to read them until I'm fixed. I want them all. But what, are the, what does that give us? It gives us some relief. It gives us temporary happiness. It gives us some sense of direction. But our help comes from the Lord. He doesn't say from our earthly relationships. David, when he says, where's, where's my help coming from? It's coming from the Lord. He doesn't say from my nephews and my nieces and my grandchildren, my spouse, my choir. I think this week is a good week as we prepare our hearts for renewing the Holy Spirit within us. It's a good week for us to look up more often. To stop walking, looking at what's in front of us. And to see something that exists above us. A love that never fails or disappoints. A God who will always be faithful to us. A God who will supply all our needs, not necessarily our wants. A God we can look to who has a genuine, unconditional love for us, who says, I know who you are, I know what you do, but I have something better. Follow me. And a God, unlike our earthly friends and our earthly family, will never abandon us, but will stay close to us. So friends, look up.